Welcome to the soon-to-be award-winning Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Podcast. My name is Mike, coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada, on this gorgeous Monday, March 7th day, 2022. Coming right up, it's the Book of Psalms, chapter 59. Don't you dare miss it. It's talking about the enemies. It's talking about when Saul sent killers to go to the house where David was hiding out to kill him. Saul is just representative of the devil, the ways and things of the world, how they will kill you. Remember, fear not those who can kill the body, but those who can kill the soul, because that leads you on a one-way ticket to hell. First, please consider your part in the many-membered body of Christ. This is your church. Help glorify, magnify, and broadcast God's saving word. My part is creating this Bible teaching media. Your part consists of getting involved in the church administration with your time or money contributions, managing marketing, advertising, helping with the website. Are you good on social media? Whatever God-given talent you have, God expects you to use it. In the many-membered body of Christ, Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit ministry. This Bible teaching podcast is only possible with your donations. Give it up for God and your whole human family at CompanionChapel.com. How are you blessing others with the blessings God has given you? Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, or e-transfer to email address CompanionChapel at gmail.com. CompanionChapel is located at number 338, side road 28-29, Paisley, Ontario, Canada. This podcast depends on God's provisions through you. It should be nice to get some electricity up here. It's been almost two years now with no electricity or running water, but I'm going to teach this book no matter what to my last dying breath here in the flesh. And I teach it for you because I love you. And I want the whole human family to come to repentance repentance, so we can all go to a place of peace beyond our present comprehension in our spiritual bodies for the eternity to glorify and please God and sing for joy for God all together again. And here we are at Psalms chapter 59. Now this, I just did Psalms 58. So in the same breath, I'm going to Psalms 59 here. And it's the same subject. But these are the Exodus chapters of the book of Psalms. This is our way out. As it's written, all these things happened, for examples, for us in these end times. They're all God's prophecies happen historically. All God's prophecies occur historically, preliminary and partial happenings before they come fulfilled and permanent. And we're watching this come to pass here in these end times when the devil is just wreaking havoc on us. He wants your soul by changing your spirit to be conducive to what he thinks outside of God's word. Okay, verse 1, deliver me from my enemies, oh my God. We can all say this. This is what we all want through our Deliverer. He will bring us away from our enemies through those doors from the ministry of salvation. Our Savior himself, defend me from them that rise up against me. How people rise up against each other, passively, aggressively, like we were talking about in Psalms chapter 58. In their hearts, they work wickedness. They're unfair in their dealings. They're deceit. They're dishonest. They, They lie to themselves. They're traitors to the well-being of the whole human family. We talked about hedge funds and mutual funds in the last podcast. Over $100 trillion in liquid assets they have. But it only benefits 1% of the population on planet Earth. Makes gain for them. The people that carry attitudes of obscene entitlement. Deliver me from my enemies. There are enemies. They just kid themselves. Deliver me from workers of iniquity. 
There's that word again, iniquity. It's the same word as wicked, selfish traitors to the well-being of the whole human family and God's planet Earth. Save and save me from bloody men. Look what they're doing to look what they're doing to others through violations of their human rights and dignities. No respect for the laws of humanity. No respect for God's laws. So what's in it for me? As long as my bank account keeps clicking up, as long as I'm making gains, who cares whose expense it's at? No, who cares? I do, and the Lord Jesus Christ does, because I don't want to ever hear anybody, or I don't want anybody to ever hear these words, depart from me. You never got to know me, you workers of iniquity. Depart from me. Matthew chapter 7. Deliver me from the workers of iniquity. For lo, they lie and wait for my soul. Always tempting you and taunting you and trying to conform to the ways of the world. When the Bible says, do not conform to the ways of the world. Romans chapter 8. The mighty are gathered against me. They're mighty. They're mighty, all right. But they're weak, frail people. They're mighty in the ways and things of the world. And people look at the superficialness. And they want it. They don't think, hey, you're only going to be alive for like 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 more days. No, they'll fight for personal gain to the last dying breath. And then what do you got when you're laying there in your coffin? You got nothing because you can't take anything with you except what's on your account. These are daunting, warning words. We want the whole human family together in a place of peace. You can't get rich at the expense of others. This is what's being said. They are mighty. For not, not for my transgression, nor for my sin, O Lord. Okay? They run and prepare themselves without my fault. What's being said here? Those two verses. The heathen devise within themselves wickedness and convince themselves that they're not doing anything wrong. Awake to help me and behold. That's what they do. They're relentless, man. They're relentless. As soon as you wake up in the morning, get on your computer, go to work, pack your lunchbox. It's all about progress, profit, materialism, consumerism. It's all about global spending, global investment, global growth at the expense of others. For the top 1% richest people in the world, who are the top 1% richest people on planet Earth? Anybody that makes over $48,000 a year, $48,000 a year Canadian which isn't even lower middle class, is the top 1% richest people in the world. Therefore, thou therefore, O Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, awaken to visit all the heathen and not be merciful to any wicked transgressor, Selah. God's not going to compromise. This guy came here the other day, this church elder, and said, God wants us to have good things. You're compromising God's word to suit your attitude of obscene entitlement. God wants you to make it through the day. There's no doubt about it. Does she want you to have four cars and six bedrooms? Does she want you to have excess when the human family is suffering, your brothers and sisters? No. He wants you to be part of a church glorifying, magnifying, and broadcasting God's saving word. God's not going to compromise with you because everybody else is doing it. And that's what he said to me. Well, everybody else is doing it. That's good. You just follow everybody else. We follow the Lord Jesus Christ, a, love, a God of love and compassion beyond our present comprehension. They return at evening and make a noise like a dog. 
and go round about the city. Revelation 22, the very last page of your Bible. No dogs allowed. And what's that mean? These dogs here. We're not talking about my little doggy, Mrs. Princess Precious Lana Del Rey, my little 10-pound papillon. No, they're, they're in heaven. They're innocent. They're innocent little creatures. These are what people act like. This is, a, this is to, to let you know a descriptive word. God's calling these people dogs. Dogs are selfish. They'll just go around and eat anything. They're all about themselves. If a dog could take the food off your plate, do you think he would share it with you? No. It's all about selfish. They go around about the city. Behold, they belch out their mouth. Swords are their lips. For who, say they, doth hear? No respect for the laws of humanity. No respect for God's laws. They just all out. Swords are their lips. This isn't some artist depiction sideshow here. It means what they say cuts and hurts other people. And really it hurts themselves because they're just leading them to a highway to hell. They belch out their mouths. They never hush up. They never be quiet. Constantly. What's in it for me? How can I get ahead? Aggressively, passive aggressively, doesn't matter. God's watching. It's on your account. But thou, O Lord, shall laugh at them. Thou shall have all the heathen in derision. Yeah, it's going to be bitter disillusionment. God doesn't laugh at people like, ah, like, like point finger and say, yeah, you, I'm laughing at you. This is like, really? Like he sighed with disappointment. Laughing at them is the same as when he said in the Bible, God repented for putting us through this flesh age. It just means sighed with disappointment. It's like a laugh of like, seriously, dude? You really going to go through with that? You're really going to be that selfish and self-absorbed and self-indulgent? Of greed, gluttony, and attitudes of obscene entitlement? Are you really going to do that? That's what that word laugh means. Because of his strength will I wait upon thee. Yet don't give in to the heathen crowd. For God is my defense. He's your rock. He's your only stability. He's your defense, your fortress, your high tower. The God of my mercy shall prevent me. God shall let me see my desire upon my enemies. Shall prevent me. That means from being, being meek, learning to say no to yourself in the face of all the vain curiosities that come up in front of you during this short little life in the flesh. It's being meek to prevent you by his mercy. If you want God's mercy, you want inner peace, which you cannot buy. You have to afflict yourself with self-discipline. That's what prevent means. That's what you prevent yourself. You be meek. You afflict yourself with self-discipline. Learn to say no to yourself. Verse 11. Learn to say no to yourself and consider other people. God shall let me see my desire upon my enemies. Okay, we're going to see it. Like we said in, in Psalms 58. You know, we see the people that are walking to hell. And it doesn't make us happy. Because... Like it says in the Bible, all the angels rejoice when someone comes to repentance. They're going up to bat for strike three there. They swung and missed in the old age. We, we are the one-third that struck out in the earth age that was, the age that was, before we had to be born into this flesh age. This is strike two now. Like, don't swing and miss here, because strike three, you're going to be swinging and miss from hell. And if you miss... That's great white throne judgment. Three strikes you're out, man. That's a universal rule. Slay them not, lest my people forget. Scatter them by thy power and bring them down or load our shield. 
So David's showing some compassion here. I don't want them killed, but scatter them with bitter disillusionment. God only chastises those he loves. And when the Bible says God only give thanks to God for the chastisement, means God knows how much affliction each of us needs to humble for the eternity. And when you're done trying to make gains at other people's expense and finding that, hey, this is just fleeting happiness. I have no inner peace inside me. You can't have inner peace inside you. If you're engaged in making gains at other people's expense, you have uncertainties, insecurities. God will not hear your prayers because it says those who do turn their way at ear, your ear from hearing God's prayer word, from God's instructions, from God's prayers. I'm quoting from the book of Proverbs here. He that turneth his ear away from hearing God's instructions, God's regulations, even his prayer is an abomination to him. Bitter disillusionment. O Lord, our shield. He is our shield. He'll shield us from this. He feeds us with the bread of life and quenches our thirst with the living water so we don't hunger or thirst after the ways of things of the world anymore. He is our Passover to pass over the ways and things of the world. He is our comforter. He is our Sabbath. We rest in him daily. He is our shield. For the sin of their mouth and the words of their lips, let them be taken in their pride and for cursing and lying which they speak. That says itself. The sin, the punishment lies within the sin itself almost every single time. Consume them in wrath. Consume them that they may not be. And let them know that, the, that God ruleth in Jacob unto the ends of the earth. Selah. Well, we're looking forward to the millennium period here. After the six vials, six seals, six trump, our Lord Jesus Christ comes with that trump. The great hush. Just hush up. Everybody. All you insolent children, me, you, everybody, get down on your knee. Every knee will bow. Then you're going to get sorted out. God forbid if you go up the valley of Himnon. We want to go up the valley of Kidron to be up in that millennium temple, a great time of teaching. And that's why it says, let them know that God ruleth in Jacob, his posterity, the 12 tribes of Israel that are supposed to carry the truth throughout the world broadcasting, magnifying, glorifying God's sacred word. For whomsoever will, the kinsman redeemer, whomsoever will can join this natural seed line of Jacob because we're all part of the human family. 14. At the evening, let them return and let them make a noise like a dog and go around about the city. Let them wander up and down for meat and grudge if they are not satisfied. That's what the hell's going to be like. Just constantly, what's in it for me? Just go, go, go. You know what? Even if you win the rat race, you're still a rat. And what's going to happen in the third, in the hell age? What kind of governmental system is going to go on over there? Is that what you're going to do continually? Like a dog, constantly looking for more food, sniffing one garbage can, sniffing another garbage can. What can I get? What's in it for me? It's all mine. Growling at everybody. It's a great analogy, like a dog. Last page of your Bible, no dogs allowed, if you've got that attitude. It's an analogy. Little doggies are allowed up there. They're precious. Let them wander up and down. Okay, grudge all night. That's, that just means all night. They grudge all night, and they're not satisfied. People that are money-motivated are never happy. They're never satisfied. Oh, they can hide behind shiny objects, shiny cars, boats. They can hide behind shiny houses, shiny, nice, near, near teeth. But let me tell you something. Deep down inside, there's a deadening sadness, and it brings 
no real Christian person should ever feel happy that somebody's hurting inside with a contrite heart. You can't pound down others. You can't get rich at the expense of others and claim to be happy. There's no inner peace in those people. But I will sing of thy power, yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and a refuge in the day of my trouble. Why does it say the morning here? Because it's a new day. It's going to be the new millennium period. It's Lord's Day. Unto thee, O my strength, I will sing. For God is my defense and the God of my mercy. All mercies, blessing, and grace come from the Lord. And we deserve nothing. So give thanks for what you have. He allowed you life and the basic necessities of life. Anything else beyond that? Do you really need it? He's expecting you. Who God gives much to, he expects much in return. Well, that's enough for today. That's Psalms 59. I want to thank you very much for listening. Please get involved in this church. It's just me. It's a one-man show here at Companion Chapel at companionchapel.com. Go to companionchapel.com or go to my email, companionchapel at gmail.com, and just write me a note. If you want to help support this podcast, it's all going back into Bible teaching, whatever God-given talent you have. If it's social media or just getting the truth out there to the whole human family, that's your job. That's your duty. That's your call to action. I want to thank you very much. Have yourself a great day. And bye for now.